my name is Kayla Bundy and this is Pixie Rose, the little love of my life. And you are listening to the Finding Hope podcast. I am so stoked you're here as always and even more excited because you get to see little Pixie if you're watching this on YouTube. I hope you've been having an amazing week. I hope this Wednesday, this podcast is helping you power through to finish it off strong and have an incredible week that you are gonna remember for all the best reasons. In today's episode, I will be sharing the best pieces of advice I've heard throughout my life and the words I feel like I've lived by that have really shaped who I am and helped my day to day. So my hope is that some of these or all of these things that I'm going to share impact you with the same weight that they've impacted me in my life and have been just such a guiding light for me. So to kick it off, the very first one that I'm going to share, it is by far one of the most transformative things I have heard. And it was actually on a podcast that I heard this man say it. I don't remember what podcast. I don't remember anything about it. It was years ago, honestly. But his advice has stuck with me this entire time. And it's been something I've shared with my friends, my family. It's something that I feel like each and every day, it's so prevalent in my head and in my situations that I go through in life. So that person said, if you can recover quickly, you can be unstoppable. And with that, I'm going to reword it. And the advice that I want to leave to you and the advice I took away from it is recover quickly. In every aspect of life, whether that's heartbreak, trauma, failure, rejection, or it can be as simple as you've had a bad day and to top it all off, you spill your coffee on yourself. In all of those things, being able to recover quickly is so helpful. The faster you can process and heal before it shakes your world or consumes your mind, the way better off things are going to be for you. And you will see so much growth in all areas in your life at such a fast pace. And just to give an example, I know I've been around people that they're not having a good day or I just got in a fight with my boyfriend, whatever. We've all had those times. And with that, I can come home. I can be upset. I can, my whole day can just be wrecked because everything was thrown off and I'm upset. I don't feel understood. I feel guilty pushing forward and trying to have a good day when all of this just happened. And in those moments, that's where I'm constantly telling myself, Kayla, recover quickly. What is this going to do to benefit you if you drag out these circumstances and these emotions that are so unproductive for you? So in those moments, the faster I can process, recover, and move on with my day and step forward, I saved myself hours of unproductivity and I was able to push through, get through whatever that was in a quick amount of time to still have the rest of my day, to still enjoy the rest of my day, to still be productive throughout the rest of my day. 
And I know that's just a small example, but essentially this advice is kind of a reminder to just brush it off. Don't let these things consume you. And it kind of goes with like, pick your battles, you know, whatever is coming your way, whatever you're in, don't let that consume you. Don't spend your mental energy, your physical energy focused on that because the sooner you can recover from that, process that, move on from that, the sooner you can do everything else that you want to do and everything else that you had planned for the day or to improve in whatever aspect of life that that is. And whether that's business, maybe you're failing in something, maybe you didn't get the job you wanted or you didn't get the promotion you wanted, the sooner you can brush that off and not get stuck in this cycle of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't get this. What am I doing wrong? On and on and on. Just this downward talk to yourself or just this victim talk, the sooner you can be like, okay, you know what? I didn't get that. Let's just move on from that. I'm going to work harder in this. I'm not going to let this consume me. I'm going to do better. I'm leaving this in the past because it's already happened. So let's just move forward. I think that in general, the more we learn, the more we advance. So if we can learn and recover at a faster rate, guess what? We can also grow and advance at a faster rate. So I kind of look at this piece of advice as like, if I can learn everything I needed to learn from that moment as quickly as I can, I can advance as quickly as I can. It's not gonna prolong that process. The more I learn, the more I know. So if I can learn, then I know what to do and I can move on from that. Second piece of advice, this one my dad has said probably 2,000 times since I was born up until this very day. I hear it constantly and it's honestly been such a rock, not gonna lie. But he always says, only you can control your happiness. And this has helped me hold myself accountable in hard moments when I want to blame someone or something else for the way I feel. And what I mean by this, I can receive bad news. I can have a bad day. I can wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Someone can stab me in the back. You know, someone can badmouth me. Someone can gossip about me. But at the end of the day, I'm in control of the way I want to feel about that and in the way I'm going to respond to that. And there's so many times I'm tempted to just be like, I like, don't talk to me. I've had a bad day. I don't want to have to deal with this. All these things just happen to me. And I can sulk in that. And this always kind of brings me back to reality when he said this to me, because the truth is, yes, bad things are going to happen to you. Yes, you're going to have bad moments, bad days. Not everything is going to be fair or you're going to feel like the world's against you at times, but you are always in control of your own emotions and the way you wanna feel about that. And if you wanna feel sad about that, then okay, feel sad about that. But know that you are responsible for the way that you wanna feel. And of course, there's gonna be hard things. And sometimes I do decide, okay, I'm still gonna feel sad because that still sucked and that was a lot. But I feel a lot of power with this piece of advice because it puts myself in control of my feelings. It 
takes the power and control out of my environment, out of the circumstance and puts it in my hands and reminds me, hey, I'm in control of myself. I'm in control of the way I want to process this and deal with this and handle this. And I don't have to let these things ruin my day. I don't have to let these things have a hold of me if I don't want them to. I can say, you know what? That may have happened, but that doesn't need to carry on throughout my day. That doesn't need to continue to affect me. And I can accept that that sucked. I can accept that wasn't okay, but I don't need it to hurt me emotionally and take away from my happiness because at the end of the day, that situation or that person is winning by me letting that happen. Your happiness is your own. And the more you seek it from external things, the farther and farther happiness is going to seem like it's from you. So realize you're in control of that and you don't need to let other people dictate what that looks like for you. Number three is actually a piece of scripture because there's nobody that gives better advice than God himself. So I have lots of scripture coming for you guys because truly it doesn't get much wiser and more applicable to my life than that. So the third one is found in Proverbs 4.23 and it says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And honestly, when I decided to start this podcast, I kind of got really scared because I'm not scared. I shouldn't say scared, but I wanted to be hyper aware of my environment and everything that I was doing in my life because my purpose for starting this podcast, my purpose for recording these things is to hopefully provide hope and be a light and to make a positive change. And for me to do that, what is coming out of my heart needs to be reinforcing those goals that I have. And I just wanted to be so careful about who is speaking into my life, the things I was watching, the things I'm speaking, just so many aspects of my life. It really made me be hyper aware of like what I'm what I'm putting inside of me, because ultimately that's what's going to come out of me. And if I'm letting toxic people in my life take massive effect and be the things that my heart's thinking about, my heart's feeling, or I'm putting myself in environments that don't make me feel like the person I've been created to be, that make me feel less than who I am, or if I'm reading comments that tear me down and make me get in my head, all of those things, those things are ultimately what is going to come out of me. I'm going to, I'm not going to be coming from a secure place. The things that I speak on, there's going to be an insecurity behind it, a toxicity behind it, not a strong sense of self or purpose. And so this verse has been taking way more effect in my life than it has in the past, because I've always kind of use this verse as a guideline when it comes to relationships and like guard your heart, guard your heart. And now I'm really seeing it in the context of my entire life. And 
seeing the fruit that comes from being able to guard your heart and being able to find ways to protect myself so that I can be the best friend that I can. I can be the best daughter. I can be the best sister. I can be the best mentor. I can do all of these things to my fullest potential and fullest ability when my heart is protected and all the right things are coming into it and surrounding it. And it's so life-giving because then it just creates this well for me to want to pour out and love everybody else around me. The next quote I have, I don't know who said it. I probably will not know who said any of these. So apologies, feel free to look them up. You can know that these aren't my real words. I'm not taking credit for them. So there's that little side note. But this next one I love. And it says, a negative mind will never give you a positive life. I'm just going to repeat that one more time because it's just so good. It says, a negative mind will never give you a positive life. I don't know about you guys, but (laughs) I feel like I have those friends or I have those people in my life that are just so negative. Like the world is always out to get them. They're never the ones to blame. It's just complaint after complaint after complaint. And when I've tried to have conversations like, hey, you know, maybe your mindset isn't in the right place. Maybe you could have had that same situation and you would feel a lot differently if your mind was maybe thinking about it a little bit more positively. And they're just like, no, no, I get so I get I get things done with this negative mindset because then I'm realistic or then I'm able to compare myself in the right ways and know what I need to do and know what I'm doing wrong and on and on and on. And if that's you and that's working for you, great. That's personally not me. The second I'm negative, my whole life is negative. And I really want to encourage you in your life knowing, okay, of course you're going to have negative times or you're not going to think positive thoughts 24-7. That's honestly good if you don't think positive thoughts 24-7 because You do need to be rooted in reality sometimes, but if your mindset is straight up negative and your outlook on things is very pessimistic, it is going to be so hard for you to have a positive life. And I know this so deeply. Back in high school, I was the most negative, angry person I like feel so bad for my parents and my sisters looking back. I was just like a ball of anger, not going to lie. And when I lived in that negative mindset for so long, I genuinely didn't have a very positive life. I had great things happen to me. Don't get me wrong. I would have phenomenal things happen to me. I would get so many things that I wanted, so many things I dreamed of, whatever. I had a great life. But because my mindset was so negative, it did not feel like I had a positive life at all. It felt like it was just thing after thing after thing. And the weight of that eventually just like broke me. And that's kind of started a big change in me and in the way that I was looking at things and the way I was handling things really made me dive deep into myself. 
And I'm so glad that that happened and that that buildup of all this negativity like finally exploded so that I could, I could get out of that and see how damaging that was. So this has definitely been something that I'm constantly reminding myself of and constantly telling myself like, Kayla, if you want these things to be positive in your life, if you want to have positive outcomes, if you want to enjoy these things, it's going to take a lot of mental work and a lot of realization and reflection on the way your brain is actually thinking every day. The next one, I don't remember what number we're on. Don't take criticism from people you would never go to for advice. And I heard this so long ago and I come back to this so often, especially with what I do. I, if you are on my Instagram, you know people are just brutal. They just love to tear you down and that's fine, that's great. You know, we all need our outlets. And I'm so blessed that it doesn't affect me. Like, honestly, I usually just laugh at it or I'll delete it because I'm like, okay, that's just something you should never say to someone. But this has been such a good piece of advice because I rarely, rarely let people's criticism actually affect the way I think about myself or what I'm doing unless they are people I respect so much and think the world of. Because if I don't know you, if I don't respect you, if I don't think the world of you, if I don't look up to you, then what you say about me, really there's no connection emotionally there because I'm not tied to the opinion that somebody may have of me or the way they think about me, because in reality, I don't know them, therefore, or I do know them, but their life isn't what I want mine to become. And so I'm, I've really worked on the last few years being so careful about the words I will let sink into my heart and my mind, and making sure it's always from people that I want to be more like, that I respect, that are farther along than I am in what I want to do, that just hold a lot of value in my mind. Because those are the people that when they speak to me, when they criticize me, when they have things to say, it is so constructive and it's so out of love to make me a better person and to push me and challenge me and call me to something bigger and better than what I'm currently doing. In life, that has not always been the case for me. I used to get just consumed with stress if I felt like somebody didn't like me or I did something that disappointed somebody. It didn't matter who you were. If I felt like you didn't like me or if I felt like I disappointed you, it would sit in my head for years. Like I'm not even being dramatic. Those things would absolutely crush my mind and thankfully over the years I've been able to to decipher okay what things am I going to listen to and what things am I going to let affect me because 
at the end of the day, if it's hurting me and it's not growing me, then it's something that I don't need to pay attention to and I can just push off to the side. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that, whether that's school or friendships or in job and just people gossip all of the time. And you're always going to do something that somebody's not going to like. And learning how to just, okay, that's fine. You can think that and not let it take hold of your mind is just so helpful. And this also kind of goes into the next piece of advice. And I heard this on a podcast as well. And I think this may have been Ty Lopez who said this. Not positive, so don't quote me on that. But he said, if you try to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. This is so beyond true. The second you are doing everything in your life or you are trying to do certain things to please everybody around you, you're actually probably disappointing everybody around you because it is impossible to please everyone. And if that's what you're chasing, realistically, you're going to end up pleasing no one. So don't even get stuck in the people-pleasing game. It doesn't end well most of the time. And it takes away from a lot of the things that you might want and desire that you don't even know you want and desire because you're too focused on trying to make sure everybody else is happy around you. And you are the only person living your life in your opinion is the only one that is really going to matter because you're going to have to live with yourself. These people, people come and go and circumstances come and go but they're not forever. You're with yourself forever. So just try not to live in a way where you're self-sacrificing to please the people around you. Moving on, the next one is also found in the Bible and it's 1 Thessalonians 5, 15. It says, make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. This is pretty self-explanatory, but this has really called my character to develop in a more mature way because I've definitely experienced times, and I'm sure you have, where things aren't fair, you're very mistreated, somebody's really rude to you, somebody cuts you off when you're driving, And it's so easy to treat them the same way that they treated you and to excuse yourself for doing that because you're like, hey, you know what? That wasn't right. You did that to me. You started this. I'm doing it back. And that's just a horrible way to live, honestly. And nothing good ever comes from that. And there's just a lot of anger rooted in that. And the past few years, I've really really tried to work on this. And I have found so much peace in being able to just turn the other cheek and respond in such a kind way. And maybe it's not even in a kind way, but I just don't respond in general. There are so many times I driving in LA that people almost hit me left and right. And I don't even flinch at it because it's like, you know what? I probably cut somebody off 10 times getting to the point I'm at. So, you know, we all do it. We all have our moments. And I don't know what's going on in their life. I don't know why they almost hit me. I don't know why they cut me off. 
But in reality, if I take more than two seconds to focus on it, it's not going to benefit my life or theirs in any way, shape, or form by me responding in an aggressive way back. Just in general, it doesn't really ever do me any good to respond in the way that somebody has treated me back to them. And usually it just makes me feel like crap about myself because I know I'm better than that and I know they probably weren't worth it. We're almost getting through it, guys. We're so close. So moving on, if it's out of your hands, it should be out of your mind too. I know for me personally, I can get obsessed when it comes to controlling myself, especially when I'm in stressful times in my life. Um, When I feel really out of control in my life, I try to like micromanage and control myself to a T in certain areas and aspects. And I don't really, I don't really ever get controlling of other people. It's more myself, but This is really good for me to constantly tell myself or to be reminded of that, you know what, if it's out of your hands, remove it from your mind. You don't need to think about that. You don't need to be consumed by that. If you cannot control that, the more time you spend just thinking about it and dwelling on it, it's time wasted and it's not going to get you anywhere because no matter how hard you think about it, no matter how stressed out you get about it, it's not going to change the outcome. So if it's out of your hands, just remove it from your mind as well. Obviously easier said than done, but I think this is a really good piece of advice. And the very last one that is one of my favorites and I really love and I feel like I really, really, really try to live by this one. Obviously I don't do a great job all of the time, But especially in today's culture and day and age, this advice is just so essential to me. It brings me a lot of self-reflection and just hope that I can impact somebody in a more positive way. But it's a Bible verse and it's Proverbs 18.21. It says, The tongue has the power of life and death. And then it goes on to say, and those who love it will eat its fruits. The part that I want to focus on is the part where it says the tongue has the power of life and death. I heard this Bible verse when I was really, really young. And I have seen how words affect me, how my words can affect people. And there is true power in words. And I feel fully, fully believe that there is power of life and death in the tongue. Like, I cannot tell you how much I try to live by this in the way I speak, in the way people speak to me. And I 100% fall short of this all of the time. I definitely don't speak the best words and the best way about people, about myself, about life in general. But this has really, really been transformed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Pixie's freaking out. This has really, really been transformative for me because it has helped me so much set boundaries for myself, set boundaries in relationships I have with people, understand my worth, understand the way that I can have a positive or negative effect on somebody 
and the way that I can respond differently than the people around me. And just a few examples of this. Growing up, I had a person I looked up to so much. And the way that they would talk to me, I would leave almost every conversation crying. I would, honestly, I don't even think I beat myself up because I feel like the way I used to respond to things was I wouldn't beat myself up. I would be like, screw you. Like, you're done. I don't care what you think. You can do whatever you want. Like I was kind of, I was definitely bratty, not going to lie in my head, in my head. I didn't ever actually act those things out, but in my, cause I was too scared, but in my head, I'd be like, whatever, you're awful. Um, and I saw just the way that people in my life that I really looked up to and respected the way that their words held such a weight over my life And the way I thought about myself, the way I acted, the way that I applied myself, not feeling encouraged and not getting these and not hearing the words that I needed in those moments to build me up and to help build my character and develop the person I was growing into, especially in high school. It took me so many years of just realizing what my worth really was and realizing who I am and what I have to offer and kind of building myself back up because I just felt so teared down and I didn't understand why. And it just took so many years and it took a lot of like forgiveness on my end of not holding these grudges, but being able to release that and be like, you know what? Like they did not mean that in any way. Like I know they didn't mean to affect me in the ways that they did with their words spoken over me. And God has like really healed my heart in a lot of those areas, but I've seen how much it affects my life. And I've also seen like, I have such an opportunity every single day to speak life and death. And when people come to me wanting to gossip, wanting to complain, wanting to tell me all the drama going on, of course, like I want to know that stuff is exciting. It's interesting. It's fun. It's the tea. Like it's boiling hot. Give it to me. But that is not me really respecting that other person involved. And something I've like really had a lot of conversations with my mom this last year just been like, I'll be frustrated. And then after I kind of talk it through, I'm like, you know what? I just need to not care. I need to not be involved because either I'm getting hurt or some other person's getting hurt. And the way that I might be talking about them or the way somebody else would be talking about them isn't upholding them to the person that I know they are. And just really having self-control over, no, you know, that's between you guys that doesn't involve me. If, if you just want to talk, you want me to listen. Okay. But like, let's always honor this person and let's always respect them. And just really trying to weed out any sort of gossip or, and not even about the people that I love, but about people I don't like. It's so easy to talk down about people you don't like. And 
I've really felt convicted about that the last, like, I would say two or three years. Um, I kind of went through like, nah, I don't care. Like they've sucked. Like they've been horrible to me. And so like, it's fine if I say this about them. And God really convicted my heart in that and made me realize like, you know what? I'm tearing down their character so much by speaking in a poor way. And I'm just as bad as they are because this is what they did to me. And I'm just doing the same thing. And that's not getting our world any better. That's not giving them a chance. That's not giving me a chance. That's just constantly putting myself down and other people down. And also with having power in your words and not even about people, but just in the way I speak in general about what's going on, about my life, about circumstances, about things like controlling my verbiage to have it rooted in life and in love and in positivity has such a different impact on my life and the people around me by bringing in just a different take on things and a different take on the world and the way that I'm speaking especially with like the cancel culture, the just everything that's going on and all the hurt and the sorrow and the trauma that our world has gone through and is going through and just really trying to remove complaining from my verbiage and replacing it with gratitude and speaking life over the situation instead has like... Oh my gosh, I couldn't be I couldn't be more thankful that God has convicted my heart in that because it has helped me so much and just gives me way more peace of mind. So I hope you guys learned something from today and I hope one of these things stood out to you, if not a few of them. I would love to know which ones really resonated with you. And I hope that you were able to understand why they have such importance and why I truly feel like these pieces of advice have shaped my life and why I think they'd be so beneficial for you and yours. So thank you guys so much. Um, please, please, please don't forget to rate this podcast, leave a comment. I cannot tell you how much it means to me. I read all of those. And it is so, so, so helpful on the back end. So if you wouldn't mind taking the time, I would love for you to rate this and leave a comment. And don't forget to turn on those notifications, tune into my Facebook group and chat with me over there. I love you all. Have the best week and I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye.